It's 12.08. This is Jeff Wagner. I have four days every year that are my favorites. Christmas, the 4th of July, my birthday, and today, the first day of Summerfest. I have to tell you, it is an omen. Earlier this morning, I got up, was walking the dog. It was kind of cloudy, overcast. The weather, it was sprinkling and stuff. Later on this morning, about an hour before the grounds were due to open, and the Summerfest grounds opened about nine minutes ago, the, the, the clouds parted. The sun came out. The sun is shining. The weather is absolutely perfect. Summerfest 2018 is underway, and as is our tradition, we are joined right now by the man who, for the next 11 days, is the mayor of the lakefront, uh, Milwaukee World <laughs> Festival's president, Don Smiley. Don, hello. <laughs> Hey, good morning, Jeff. The, the, the skies opened up as soon as your show went on. <laughs> that 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 that's absolutely tremendous. Hey, hey Don, I um, I you know, I, as somebody who's been going to Summerfest since you know Summerfest first started, I, I am always amazed at at the way the grounds change. And I had a chance to walk around a little bit last week. And when when people go down this year, I think they're going to be just absolutely blown away by some of the recent improvements to the grounds that have been made since the the Summerfest 50th anniversary ended. Especially on the north end, Jeff, where we have built the um, new north gate entrance along with Community Plaza, along with uh, the new U.S. Cellular Connection stage and the Clements Sausage and Beer Garden. That whole north end um, has basically been redone, and next year we will redo the northernmost stage, which is the U-Line stage. We will redo that next year. Uh, so it's really a new, refreshed look, uh, brand new, more room, uh, and more fan amenities. Mm-hmm. You know, Don, what, what, what some people would say is, well, why do you keep making these improvements? Summerfest is great. It, it's tremendous as it is. Why are we spending the money? Why are we doing all these type of things? Um, I, I think you've got a pretty good answer to that. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, with a with a public venue like this, I think just, you know, intuitively, you really have to keep up with it, and you have to keep investing in it, otherwise you will lose it. I mean, we've seen buildings and other venues where if you don't uh, investment spend, you'll lose the property. You'll, it, it, it'll, um, it'll require so much money after a while that you won't be able to afford it, number one, and number two... The fans really aren't paying for it. The sponsors are paying for it. And we're incredibly blessed to have the loyal sponsors that we have and generous uh, so that we can keep our ticket prices where we keep them. I mean, our most expensive ticket, if you you show up here at 8 o'clock on a Friday night uh, with no planning involved, you're only going to pay $21 for all of this music. So. I mean that's unprecedented in in the in the world of festivals and and concerts and so on and so forth and not just here in the United States but worldwide. You know, Don, you're talking about ticket prices. I mean, I, I'm looking through the brochure now, and the truth of the matter is, you have so many different deals and offers and free days and things that, with a little bit of planning, um, you, you can. You know, if Summerfest is affordable to get in for almost for for everybody, actually. If you want to put just a little bit of effort into it, Jeff, you're right. I mean, we have a we have a promotion uh, for the 11 days of Summerfest, and if you plan a little bit and do a little bit of homework, you can get in for free or close to free. Uh, and and you know that's really become a hallmark of this festival, going all the way back to 1968, and 
it still lives on today, and we're proud of that. And it, it, it's not publicly funded per se um, when we when we rebuild a stage. I mean, there's no new taxes involved, and so on and so forth. It's the it's the planning that we do with our sponsors, and the fact that they um, deem this event worthwhile for their companies. And that's that's what you know for for people who think that Summerfest is only this eleven days. That what you were just talking about is one of the big parts of your job, right? Planning for the future and and going out and and working with the sponsors and helping identify them and, and then putting this all together. It really is a it is a five day a week, fifty two week year uh, year job, isn't it? Well, it certainly is. I mean, these things don't come together overnight. And when you, for instance, I spoke of the Uline stage. I mean, we've been in conversation with Uline for a year and a half to get started on that construction, which will occur in September of 18. So by that time, we will have been at it almost two years with, with Uline. And the same goes for USL, and you can just back it up down the line with, with all of them, Harley-Davidson, Briggs & Stratton, uh, Miller, BMO Harris. Yeah. I mean, and then for 2020, uh, we're already planning the redo of the American Family Insurance Amphitheater. So, you know, I look at this, uh, you know, from a personal standpoint, I look at it as this is my job to make sure that these grounds are left in much better shape than w- what they were in the past. And for whoever takes my job going forward, they won't have to worry about building buildings. Mm-hmm. Don, over the last 50 years, there's been a lot of music festivals that have come with lots of fanfare, and then they've gone. What do you think it is about Summerfest that has given it the lasting, the, the staying power that it has? I think it's um, the fact that we have music for everyone, 8 to 80. If you can't find a band here that you would enjoy seeing to uh, on the lakefront at this venue, I mean, I, I just don't know what kind of music you would enjoy then, because we really do have bands uh, that represent every genre of music, number one. Number two, it really is affordable. Number three, it's a lot of fun. Uh, people come down here for all different kinds of reasons. They came down here, they, 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 they met their girlfriend who mm-hmm. became their, their fiancé, and then they got married. Some divorces. Um, so, you know, through five different decades, I mean, a lot of different things happen. And the staying power and the legacy that Summerfest has is just incredible. I mean, I travel around the nation to other music festivals. And, you know, until you do that, you really don't know what we have and how special it is. You know, Don, I'm always struck by the fact that they're really not just music, but but there is something for everybody. If if you're if you're crowd averse, and I hear that from some people, oh, there's too many crowd, there's too too crowded. I say go down during the day. I mean, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's it's obviously if you're going to go down at ten o'clock on a Friday night and see some of the big headliners, yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of people. But if you want a little bit more room to wander around, find some good bands, great music. Maybe you haven't heard of them as much, but they're still there. You know, go down at one o'clock in the afternoon. On a, on a Thursday or, or a Wednesday or whatever. It's really relaxing during the day. There's no question about it. Uh, there's plenty to do. You can shop. Um, there's, there's great bands that we put up during the day. There's all kinds of food and beverage here. Uh, the scenery is beautiful. So, I mean, 
for people that say it's too crowded, I don't go there any longer. I mean, I, I get that. I understand that. But they probably say that about the Packers as well. I mean, they're probably just crowd averse. And, and, you know, when someone reaches a certain age or whatever, I mean, that creeps into play. I mean, I understand that. Um, but something's working. Because year in and year out, we get about 850,000 people here that, you, you know, when you have commercial sponsors and companies that keep renewing with you, something is working. I mean, we're streaming this festival worldwide this year for four different concerts. I mean, we have gotten the attention of major television networks in the United States along with streaming platforms. So... I mean, what we have going here is something very special, and I think it's due to the fan support of of southeastern Wisconsin and beyond, and the the fact that people love their Summerfest music festival. You know, something that I think oftentimes gets lost, Don, is is what a what a great local employer you are. I, I get an opportunity to go down before the grounds open up, and I, and I see. All the people working behind the scenes, whether it's cleaning up or whatever, but it, it, you really are a little city for for the for the run of the festival. Well, yeah, you know that, that's a very good point, Jeff. And it's not even a little city; it's a medium sized city. <laughs> um, but we, you know, we have forty full time employees here, but we hire two thousand seasonal employees to help out with the event. And then when you add the number of employees that food vendors and other third parties hire to execute this event that's another two thousand people so four thousand people or so are um you know getting a paycheck because of this festival and 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 the other things that we do here on the lakefront with the episodes and other standalone shows and so on and so forth so yes i mean we absolutely contribute to the local economy to the tune of about 186 million dollars each and every year. Don, I know that this is this is something that nobody necessarily likes to talk about, but it's the reality of the world today. There, there's always concerns about security. This year, in an effort to be proactive, Summerfest has, has implemented a couple new security procedures that I think are going to enhance everybody's experience, but people need to know about them. No, yep, absolutely. And, and, and first on the list this year are no backpacks. Um, just completely um, ruled out backpacks this year. And, and it's not unlike any other venue around the United States. I mean, you can't walk into any major sporting facility or anywhere else with a backpack. Uh, we're no different. Um, so that's, um, that's very important to us. We, we work with the Fusion Task Force, which includes the FBI, the Milwaukee Police Department, the Sheriff's Department, the DEA, and so on and so forth, for months and months and months ahead of the event just to talk about security and make sure we have security protocols in place and uh, safety is number one on top of our list. And whatever we have to do to keep our patrons as safe as possible, including metal detection and and so on and so forth, which we implemented last year, um, we're going to do it. I mean, we are just no different than any other venue around the world or any venue you would go to here locally, including Miller Park or Lambeau or, or the arena. Yeah, so I mean, the, the bottom line is, and I think most people appreciate that, so the bottom line is this year, don't show up at the gate with a backpack, you're not going to be able to get in with it, um, and 
especially on those times where it's particularly busy, leave a little bit more time because, you know, the security might take a little bit longer to get through. Just like if you're trying to get into a Packer game 10 minutes before the kickoff, it's going to take sure. you a little longer. Sure, absolutely. Plan your time to enjoy your time. Don, um, I, I, I love our conversations. I'm not down there. I'm going to actually be down there for fun later on today. We've got the early Brewers game, but I'm going to be broadcasting, as you know, live several days of the festival. I hope you can stop by sometime and we can get some updates as the festival goes on. That'd be fantastic. I'll make sure to swing by. I know right where you are. <laughs> Sounds good. Don Smiley, thanks so much for joining us. Have a great you, festival. John. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. Appreciate that. Hey, Don Smiley, CEO. And I, I, want, I want to say this, and I, I just... As somebody who has been going to Summerfest since the 70s, um, I, I think you, you, for it to succeed, you need a great musical lineup, but you also need the, the capital improvements, the improvements to the stages, the improvements to the grounds, that the fact that it's, it's not, there's not mud pits, it's not porta potties, there's, you know, there, there's full size restrooms, things like that. And that's something over the last decade, I have been blown away by the different improvements that have been made. And as Don talks about, these are improvements that have been made. It's, it's, it's because they've been able to go out and find sponsors and businesses in the community realize how important Summerfest is. So, um, enjoy Summerfest 2018. Day one kicks off today. It's 1222. 1224, Jeff Wagner, WTMJ. That's Imagine Dragons. They're headlining tonight at the amphitheater at Summerfest. Check it out. The gates are now open. Um, programming note, I will be down there tomorrow, the entire show from noon until three, and then several days next week as well. I love being down at Summerfest. If you're down during the day, and like I say, if you're crowd averse, and I understand some people are, it's just like uh, Don Smiley was saying, come on down during the day. Um, there, there's still lots of people there, um, but it's not quite as packed as it will be, for example, tonight at 10 o'clock when everybody's down there for the fireworks. If you're going down this evening, also be aware of the fact that President Trump is going to be in Milwaukee this evening in advance of the Foxconn groundbreaking tomorrow. So there will be, you know, when the president travels, you've got the motorcades and um, there might even be more delays and possible. Don't, don't let that stop you from going down to the lakefront. It's going to be a great night and a great day. This is this is one of those days. We've got Brewers baseball coming up in about 10 minutes. I, I really... I, I love listening to the ball games, but I, I wish I had the full three-hour show because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. You've got the ongoing battle between President Trump and Harley. You have a United States Supreme Court decision today, which raises huge questions about the future of public employee unions. It essentially says that members cannot be compelled to pay dues. And without that compulsory membership, well, we've seen what's happened to employee, public employee unions in Wisconsin. What is it going to be nationwide? We're going to talk about that tomorrow as well. Plus, there was a primary election in, in New York. Um, many, a, a guy that many people thought was going to be the successor to Nancy Pelosi, Democrat, he lost to a woman who is essentially a socialist. She is about as far out to the left as you can get, and she won. And now this has sent shockwaves through the Democratic Party because the question is, what does this mean for you know, the midterms? Are the Democrats essentially going to become the party not of the left, but of the way out, wacky, far out left? And... I don't quite know the answer, but we're going to discuss all that on tomorrow's program. Let me take a quick break. We'll be back to wrap up in just a moment. 1227, Jeff Wagner, WTMJ. 
This is Grizzly Bear, who's performing tonight at 10 o'clock at Summerfest at the Briggs and Stratton Big Backyard. I cannot give them a better recommendation to say that my producer, Gru, said, hey, if if I didn't have to do something else tonight that I absolutely have to do, this is the band that he would be seeing. So um, check that out. Comes highly recommended. Um, I, I met I met Mrs. Gru last night. Now, does she like Grizzly Bear as well? Oh, well, if Mrs. Gru likes it, you're, that, that really is the stamp of approval there. So, uh, um, again, it's going to be a wonderful night tonight. It's 60, I, I don't know, it's going to be absolutely perfect. It's 68 degrees right now. So it's not going to be too hot. It's not going to be too cold. It's going to be a lot of fun. You got the big bang fireworks going on. Go on down the first day of Summerfest 2018. And, um, if you're down there tomorrow, noon to three, I will be broadcasting live. Okay. I really do wish we had a lot more time because there's a lot of stuff to discuss, but that is what tomorrow's show is for. Right now, Brewers baseball is coming up in just a couple moments, but first it's 1230. Let's head to the WTMJ Breaking News Center. Here's Eric Bilstadt. President Trump is blasting Harley Davidson again.